In the month of May, Streaming Things is brought to you by Chester Copperpot, Stanton Valentino, Will Nash, Alan Tomlinson, Wendy O'Laughlin, Jason Hawkins, Matthew Amerson, Trey Barrera, Conrad, Luke and Sarah, David Malfara, Kaylee Sampson, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Alexis Adler, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Joe Velez, Abby Vollmer, Valerie, Aaron Layton, Amanda King, Sun Loving Mortal, Andrew Gray, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and Enza. Welcome back. My name is Chris. My name is Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, continuing our coverage of Yellow Jackets Season 2, Episode 8. We are creeping up on the finale now, the penultimate episode. What's it called, Steve? Madison? It Chooses. It does choose. But it's called It Chooses. That's right. right, We're one episode away from the finale. Thank you to everybody who's been sticking with with us throughout this entire uh, well, really two seasons because we went back through Yellow Jackets mm-hmm. season one as well. We've it's had a blast. Journey. It's almost over. Isn't that crazy? On so to the next sad. thing. It is sad. Especially since. Well, over for now until the next true. season comes around. Yeah. But until the wilderness calls upon us once again. That's going to be a while. Drags you know? us back together. Especially with the writer's <laughs> strike. You know, production stopping for Lord knows how long. Yeah. yeah, it will be a hot minute, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Might be extra long time. Though, I did hear some good news. The uh, the uh, SAG, <laughs> the SAG folks, <laughs> SAG-AFTRA, the, the, the Actors Guild, uh, may strike as well. Not in solidarity, because I think that's a union uh, law. Yeah. You can't do that. But they have their own issues, and the, the SAG-AFTRA board has voted uh, unanimously. For a strike authorization. So now the SAG members have to vote to allow that. And they say it's just for the ability to call a strike for negotiating purposes like uh, leverage. Right. Uh, but if they are both on strike, then uh, that might be a, a lot, lot quicker of, of a resolution. Mm. I was going to say a lot more shows will probably be delayed with production then. For sure. But then that means the studio's hand is pushed even more. Uh, And then the DGA is currently in talks, the Director's Guild. They're typically a lot cozier with the studios. So uh, and there's a media blackout. So we don't know how those talks are going. All that is to say, hopefully the strike is over a lot more soon. Uh, Of course, with the writers getting what they want and deserve uh, Mm -hmm. is the result that we desire. Pay your writers. Yeah, pay Pay them. I've seen some great uh, picket line signs. Big fan. Big, big fan of some of those signs. I mean, if you're going to have a strike with picket lines and picket line signs featuring TV and movie writers, yeah. you're damn sure going to have some oh, gold yeah. there. Mm-hmm. My, one of my favorites is it just said, I'm on strike. You write the sign. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. I like that. It's a good sign. That was a good sign. Here's your sign. Uh, didn't think I would reference the blue collar comedy tour. Did you, Steve? <laughs> did not. <laughs> did not. Get her done. Mm, you might be a redneck if <laughs> you reference the blue collar comedy tour. Three song. people out there were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck yes. Hell Quite yeah. Good memories. I hope he knows Jeff Dunham, too. <laughs> oh, no. Is Jeff the blue collar is not. Larry the Cable Guy? You Tim and Jeff Foxworthy. Oh, wait, I do remember watching those. Yeah. The, four, the those, four guys. Yeah, those the were dude, solid. The dude that, <laughs> what's the guy's name that clearly doesn't have a good liver? Oh, he's uh, always Mike White. Oh, no, Ron White. Ron White. Ron White. Ron White. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mike White. Mike 
<laughs> you talking about the guy that created White Lotus? Yes. <laughs> and more notably was in School of Rock, who played Ned Schneebly. <laughs> the Schneebly guy, yeah. Ron White, man. Tater salad. That's what I'm kind of scared to Google him because part of me is like, there's no way that guy's still with us, right? I think he is. Ron White? Is I'm pretty it? sure he is. They call me Tater Salad. <laughs> the story of how Tater Salad became his alias. But like, why did that unlock just a series of memories in my mind? I mean, they were big for a hot minute. Yeah. I to think the chagrin I was, of all I other comedians. I had to be in middle school probably watching on CM, Same. CMT, right? <laughs> that channel. <laughs> were you watching country music television? <laughs> Just when they were on TV, yeah. when when crowd like channel surfing was the thing, yeah. and I would see them on TV, I'd be like, "Yeah, we're just gonna we're hang gonna here for a second. Here. I don't yeah. like it, but I'll watch it for a few hours. It's like ridiculousness. <laughs> like this yeah. is dumb. Four hours later, there's like nothing else on. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, what a time capsule of our lives when that was popular. That was at the that was popular at the same time. Like Dane Cook was selling out. Yeah, <laughs> baseball oh, yeah. fields. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good times. Wow, yeah. the early aughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was there was no yellow jackets back then, you no, know. No, they were still in the forest. I bet Jeff loved the blue collar comedy tour. Yeah, yeah. But he was super Sudeke? into it. Yeah. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. He's walking around the house. Get her done. <laughs> giggling. <laughs> At some point, he's going to say that to Callie, and maybe next episode, like Callie, we got to get her done. <laughs> We do. If the writers are listening, Ashley Lyle, Bart Nicholson, please, Nickerson, put that in there. Mm-hmm. Hey, they're on strike, Madison. You're right. <laughs> Don't be a scab. Which Don't they're a... listening to podcasts because they're on strike. It's true. It's true. They stopped writing at all. They're just listening to us. And why wouldn't you? And why wouldn't you? <laughs> Thank you to all of our supporters. Uh, later this week, there will be no uh, main feed episode other than this one, but there will be four patrons. Uh, an in-depth review and recap of David Fincher's The Social Network from 2010 as the the patrons voted upon it. Mm-hmm. They have the, spoken. The It's Going to Be May poll winner. Yeah, we had four Justin Timberlake movies. Mm-hmm. And I was very sad Black Snake Moan did not win. Black Snake Moan was second I know, place, I was though. actually shocked I about was, that. I honestly, me too. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had, what, Friends with Benefits on there? Friends with Benefits. Which I've Black never Snake seen. Black Snake Moan, uh, Social Network, and... Another one. Not Alpha Dog. Not Alpha shockingly. Dog. I can't remember what was the other one was. it the Time movie he did where it was like you scan a barcode? About Time? About Time? No, no. it was not uh, about, it was not about Time. Well, that's a good sign that we can't even remember what it was. It's definitely in last place. It wasn't a winner. It wasn't. <laughs> coffee's for closers, you know? Oh, it was Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, that's a oh. great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. That's a fucking a phenomenal movie. That would have been a good follow-up to our Big Lebowski coverage. It I didn't know been. Justin Timberlake had so many Acting like, credits? Yeah. And some really good movies, too. Like, when Steve came up with that idea, I was like, that's a fucking terrible idea, Steve. I went to IMDb. As he normally does. <laughs> I went to IMDb, and I was like, that's a fucking great idea, Steve. <laughs> we might be able to pull off a Black Suit Snake Moan uh, episode. That's the only reason you thought it was a great idea. You're like, finally, I've manifested the Black Snake Moan episode <laughs> into existence. That or or uh, Social Network, which, so I was I was a winner either way. Yeah. Either Social way. Network is good. It's mm-hmm. cool. damn good. It's a damn fine movie. Have you seen Black Snake Moan, Madison? No, Can I, I re- actually don't know what you're talking about. Okay, oh, no. I want to bring you the DVD next week. <laughs> it's, it stars Christina Ricci. Oh, and Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel oh. L. Jackson and okay. Justin Timberlake, obviously. Let me, let me mm. tell you the plot. Sure. As Lay I remember it, it, as I remember it, Lay it on I don't me. remember him that much. <laughs> so it's from like 2000. Justin Timberlake plays Christina Ricci's like uh, lovable, hapless boyfriend. Uh, who loves Christina Ricci in spite of the fact that she is a nymphomaniac. 
Okay. And uh, in order to cure her, uh, Samuel Jackson, good guy that he is, <laughs> chains her to a radiator. Oh, okay. Because uh, she can't stop fucking stuff, and he's trying sure. to help, so he has he, to chain he, her down. He basically yeah. kidnaps her. Because mm-hmm. that's it's at his house that he chains her. Okay. Aren't you intrigued? Yeah, actually. <laughs> See? Well, you said 2004. I'm a fan of I think it was, it's early it's 2000s. A, it's so that was that in the blue collar comedy tour. And that was all I <laughs> that watched. Was all I watched. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Dane Cook popped up in this too. Uh, <laughs> they all make an appearance. Larry the Cable Guy's in there too. Dane Cook had some good jokes. We just didn't know they were other people's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. What's that movie, Mr. Brooks, starring Kevin Costner, where Kevin Costner plays a serial killer? That's and he, a good movie. He brutally murders Dane Cook with a shovel. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite cinematic moments <laughs> in history. <laughs> that and, and Chuck. What was that, Chuck? Uh, good, good Chuck luck, and Chuck. Larry? Good luck, Chuck. No, it was a Chuck, Chuck movie who, with Dane Cook. Yeah, good luck, Chuck, I think. Oh, he oh. was the one where, like, if you have sex with Dane Cook, the next person you go out with will be your... The love of your life. You will find your love life. So women are having sex with him so that they can find the next person. Oh. And it's gross. I think I've seen that movie, actually. Does it's it start? Jessica Alba. Okay. The, the... I was going to say Jennifer Lopez, but Jessica Alba sounds mm. more appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah j would never. <laughs> never. j would never. A movie without that. a wedding? I'm True. out. Jenny from the block? No. <laughs> no. With She's Dane still Cook? Jenny from the no. block, though. But back to Yellow Jackets. You can join our, our Patreon if you have, have the means. That'd be wonderful. Patreon.com slash streaming things. And you can be privy to uh, deep, deep dives like the social network. We mm-hmm. sometimes drop those episodes on the main feed. So we, we like everybody to have a good time. But that wouldn't be for many months. And so if you want to see it soon, yeah. you're going to want to check that out on Patreon.com slash streaming things. You can also email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com at any time. And uh, we read 100% of those emails to ourselves. We respond to about 40%, nah, maybe less on certain weeks if we're busy, but we three. read them all and we read like 10% on the show. So if you want to be part of the conversation, um, I made all those percentages up. I'm not that a math, math guy. math does check out. I'm like, I've got my little thing over here. I'm typing, I'm Steve's typing, I'm typing. Steve's over mathing right now. It checks Big out. Big mathing. It checks out. <laughs> that reminded me of- I mathed hard just now. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're, you sound like Mark Zuckerberg right now from Social Network. Like that scene where she's like 18,000 plus one is 19,000 total. And he's like, hold on. Hold on. And he starts writing. Yes, that math checks out. <laughs> I, I got the same thing. That's what he said. <laughs> so it's a dick. Uh, but yeah, join those things. We, we love having you. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, um, all kinds of places to engage with us. We love it. And thank you all. Um, so if you've never listened to our Yellow Jackets coverage before, we're going to talk about our overall thoughts real quickly on the episode, what we thought in general. Uh, and then we'll do a, a complete scene by scene recap. And then we'll cap it all off with three little segments we call Choice Cuts, where we talk about our three favorite moments of the episode. Honeycombs, where we talk about some little Easter eggs, musical references, things that that harken to the 90s. Uh, and then the buzz, buzz, buzzworthy performance, our favorite performance of the episode. We award the legendary streamy. What all actors. Highly coveted. Yeah, they strive to get it. And it's one of the commandments. Do not covet. They do it anyway. And so much they want the streamy. Yeah. Kate Blanchett's out, out there coveting so hard. She yeah. wants that streaming. She's like, fuck Bad. these three Oscars. I want a streaming. Yeah. This Oscar for Tar means nothing to me. Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. She In won. fact, she won, Lydia right? Tar, <laughs> had she been real, would have gotten a streaming. Uh, really? Is that problematic to say? No, because she dude, she had an EGOT. Have you seen the movie? She had an EGOT. Okay. She was just an award winner. Oh, okay. But she's, she's not a problematic a good person. person. Yeah, that's, oh, what, that's yeah. what I was getting at. Okay. She, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's right. We've awarded no streamies. We've we've to awarded problematic people. We've, we've rewarded streamies to only problematic folk. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's, we've, it's we've... the woman from Tar and Dane Cook, <laughs> our most our most famous members. So that's how the show is going to go. We call it the winner's circle. <laughs> that's right. We have rescinded Kevin Spacey's streamies. <laughs> uh, Madison, what did you think of season two, episode eight? It chooses. So let me do my uh, a few words, no context. I have sharing check and then three more up and you'll hit my panty drawer mm. and electric knife hands. <laughs> um, but knife hands. yes, I, I really liked this episode. Um, I felt like there was a lot to unpack. Um, it had me feeling so many emotions that I wasn't expecting to feel. Um, I feel like we also got a lot of answers to a couple of lingering questions and also had some loose like plot threads kind of tightened up a little bit. Um, and I have to say, the more recent episodes, I found myself more intrigued with the 90s timeline um, than the present. But this episode, I felt equally invested in both. Really? Yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't really pin why that was. Um, I just think the stakes were higher in the 90s timeline. I'm not sure. But overall... Solid episode. I honestly think it ranks in my top three from this season. Um, and it really got me pumped for the finale. I'm really excited for for the last episode of season two. Steve, do you have thoughts? I have several thoughts. Mm. Are you ready to write them down? Enumerate them. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm ready. A, I'm I'll map little, it. Oh, Matt. Yes. Madison, math the shit out of this. Okay. I'm about to lay down an equation, baby. All right. So. A squared. <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually. You want Pythagorean on us? Oh, yeah, I'm Pythagorean <laughs> That's my favorite math. I'm all about them don't, <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> so I'm a little worried about this because, and I, I'm really curious what you think, uh, Chris, because I don't know if it was my state of mind uh, where I found myself uh, when I was watching this episode this morning. But I didn't really care for this episode that much. Um, mm. I don't think it's bad. Like nothing in it. Nothing happened in it where I'm like, oh, this is dog shit. I hate this episode, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it just like n- everything that happened was kind of like, okay, all right. Oh, Javi, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Oh, Javi again, all right. Uh, oh, that was what Javi was for, okay. And then, I don't know, there was just something about, and I think a lot of it has to do with the structure, and this isn't a ping on the episode for being bad. I just think there was a missed opportunity to make a very well-crafted, well-structured episode in terms of like, the 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 modern day crew talking about what happened and i think they could have used the flashbacks very very intentionally in this episode to a much greater effect but it didn't happen Mm. uh but something about this episode just nothing landed with me nothing hit me i just left like the credits rolled my first thought was that's it Uh, was this a short episode oh no it's not that much shorter than anything else i don't know something about this episode just did not resonate with me uh, I, again, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was bad, but it was almost like the worst type of meh that could be. Because if it was bad, I could be like, "Ooh, something to talk about." Some, some like, you know, controversy I can talk about. Hot takes. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. It was just kind of like a, I will forget everything that happened in this episode by next week. Hopefully, they will recap. And I, and I'm curious to see how you feel, Chris, because Madison, like, you want to put this in your top three. And I think that's really crazy. Cause I want to see what you, I'm not crazy. I think it's worth noting the difference in what yeah. I felt and what you felt. And I'm curious to see, like, I want to see your perspective on this 
And so hopefully like your perspective will, you know, gin up some excitement for me. Yeah. Um, but Chris, what did you think about this? I think this is going to be a fascinating episode because, you know, we've been buzz, buzz, buzz. We've been in, uh, in, in sync yeah. bye, 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 for a while. <laughs> but I kind of think we have three different perspectives ish. Oh, I'm wow. definitely leaning towards Madison um, in the sense that I love the episode for the most part. But I also had never been more convinced that I wish the show was just the 90s plot line mm -hmm. than in the last episode. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, there's a scene in the sharing shack that I actually, spoiler alert, loved, but at the same time was so flawed writing wise. Like there's some huge leaps in logic that are arrived at by the ladies for exposition reasons that I was kind of like, nah, that could have been done a little less clunky and we'll get mm. there. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I was like, actually you said six weeks ago and it just occurred to me, huge plot device. Um, but at the same time, I thought a lot of the reveals like airing out all of the dirty laundry, everybody knowing everything was a, such a breath of fresh air to me that yeah. I, I found it so much fun and I'm glad we can move forward. Um, and a lot of the things that were confirmed that a lot of the fans have been surmising for weeks now, like the Queen of Hearts card, uh, again, they kind of leapt to that way too quickly. Like the girls are just like, they're just chilling and hungry. And then they're like, let's play Russian roulette. Right. I feel like ironic to me that there's only nine episodes and everybody feels like there should be a nice even number of 10. And it feels to me watching last week's last night's episode that it's like they could have easily used another episode to make that. Sure. Uh, hit home a little more believably. Mm -hmm. So it's weird to me that there's nine, but I liked where they went. You know how much I love the fucking necklace mystery. And we yeah. basically solved it. Sort of. We still don't know for sure who's wearing it, but we know that it's like a totem for the chosen now at this point. And yeah, I, you will be the new Jackie. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, where we eat you. Yeah. In the sense that we, yeah, they say that every time too, because we hate her. Um, I, I thought it was really satisfying. And I did think Javi's death was really sad and shocking. It landed yeah. for me for sure. Just because he was like helping her. Yeah. And, and then the fact that Misty was like, don't save him. And like Natalie wanted to, and he's wearing yeah. the gloves that she made for him. And it, it, it put her in this moral conundrum where she's like, you're right. They totally will kill me if I pull him up. Um, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was all like, oh, fuck, like kind of powerful in that regard. But it's the, it's, yeah. all, it's the Shauna and the Jeff and, and all that stuff and the cops that it, it's losing me on. Yeah. Um, also, we got the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life in this episode. Oh, I can't Literally wait to find out what that is. Literally was so turned on I couldn't stand it. Wow. Yeah. Walter doing two puzzles at once. <laughs> Are you Are fucking you sure kidding me? Are you sure it wasn't me? just one big ass puzzle? <laughs> that I'm, featured an astronaut and a ship. And a ship. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was doing two puzzles. I thought it was two puzzles. Because he's too. a genius. And that's the kind of thing he would do. And his big, and he's not lying. Yeah, he's, he's in a mansion. He's fucking rich. Uh, listening to, I think, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, that was definitely Phantom of the Opera. Which is also what Misty likes to jam to before she kills somebody. I got to be honest, that just small scene of Walter, I just thought, God damn, I want to be him. I know, God right? God damn it, I want that so bad. I want a nice house where I just can puzzle all goddamn day. Two things. <laughs> all I want. You could either sounds so nice. be him or be with him, and they would both be okay. Oh, oh, I, yes. Good point. Tim Sam. Ooh. If I was with him, I could not. Nah, <laughs> like I could come out in a robe and be like, Walter, do you need some more milk? And, you know, I would gladly be that guy. You want some chocolate chip panties? Oh, no. <laughs> Kyle, Honey, sweetie. Kyle's, Kyle's mom. mom. 
<laughs> what are it you was doing me here? the whole time. She's the Agatha. Um, so yeah, but all in all, I, I mean, I have some issues, uh, some petty things like holy shit, that cold breath looks fake as fuck. <laughs> Two big, like big writing issues. But at the same time, this is the happiest I've been post episode in weeks. Like I really, really enjoyed it, uh, especially with the return of Walter. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and we'll dive into specifics, but like I'm sure we're all on the same page that Walter's a good guy, right? I, I think mean, so. No matter what he's doing. He's a good guy. Yeah, I support him. Is he protecting Misty? What a good guy. Is he turning Misty in? What a good Samaritan. Well, I think solving crime. There's no way justice for Adam. <laughs> there's no way they're telegraphing his betrayal of Misty so much, right? Like it has to be a red herring. Like I was kind that of, made me happy. I was anticipating us seeing him receive the voicemail from Misty. Yeah, are we just supposed to understand that he got it and was like, oh was nice. Like, oh, we're boyfriend, girlfriend now. Yeah. Yay. I'm going to leave that as red. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, left her on right. red. Well, you can't call her back. That's true. You got that creepy ass voicemail when he tried to call the place she was at. Yeah. Like, why, why, why does it do that? But so, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, we both loved it, but I think for a little different reasons. And then Steve was yeah. kind of meh. And I've been meh in the past two weeks ish. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, interesting discussion we're about to have. So, I let's, mean, I think. You know, do we think because the cannibalism has happened and now we kind of know the process of elimination of how they're diving into that cannibalism, do we feel like anything after that is just kind of dry? I guess I'm trying to resonate with what your thoughts are, Steve. Yeah, we're trying to unpack why it didn't hit. Yeah. Well, my thoughts are there there are several things that happened that just seemed very anticlimactic in the reveal, like the the nugget reveal was like Okay. Not not even nugget wow. hit you. No, that didn't hit me at all. I'm just like well, you love nuggets. I love. I can't nugget. relate I was, to you now. I was disappointed. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I'm devastated okay. that Nugget's dead. Yeah. But the way they presented it was not devastating. It was just kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, what's that weird thing in your pocket, Akila? Like the whole the whole that whole scenario. I'm like, why is she talking to Nugget in front of everyone if she's right. worried that everyone's gonna eat him? Oh, he's dead the whole. Time? Okay. And then the whole thing with Javi, I felt like they were doing a lot of work right before he died to be like, oh, remember, this is a person on the show that we've ignored for most of it. Mm-hmm. We got gloves. Oh, he's talking to Nat. Oh, Nat, you're a good person. And then that happens. It's like it was so forced and just like uh, and I just don't care about Javi because the show has told me I shouldn't care about Javi. Like he was missing for half the season. They found him and then refused to talk about him for the rest of the season. And then he suddenly dies. And I just did not care. And that's what I'm talking about where. Right. And I and I see like I like the idea on paper of like, oh, she gives him the gloves. That's sad. Oh, he's drowning. That's an awful way to go. The wilderness chose. I I understand the pieces that they're at play. I don't like the execution of it. I Mm -hmm. thought it was very just kind of like, ah. Whatever, like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, Javi's gone. I don't have to wonder why he's not talking in the background for the rest of the season, I guess. Step out of the room, Javi. I'm about to get the shit beat out of me. Javi, get out of here. We're going to beat the shit out of Lottie. <laughs> don't let the child watch. But even though we're all children. Yeah. Um, I can understand that. I, yeah. I, I don't, it didn't feel that way to me. Just because there's like, not only are there, you know, six or seven characters that we have to really dive deep into each week, but then mm-hmm. it's double because there's two timelines, you know, so there's yeah. a lot going on. So I can understand. 
and they're sidelining also, some people that kind of come back. But I thought it was cleverly done how they remade you care about Javi pretty quickly. I see. I, it didn't work for me at all. Like because I well, saw you're pretty callous about children for some reason. I, <laughs> Callie hated uh, animals. Typically, big fan. Hey, you know this show has like mostly children characters in them, and I like most of the you're characters. You're like Sammy. Nah, not for me. Uh, <laughs> oh come on! Like we all care about Sammy. Come on. <laughs> not even. Uh, not even Taisa cares even about mom. Sammy. I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. It took me way too long in this moment to remember who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had said biscuit. And Instantly. Oh, I, I oh, fucking yeah. biscuit. Hell Steve, yeah. Steve the dog. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's not looking good for those characters, by the way. Any children or animals in this show? No. Got yeah. Biscuit. Steve's MIA. Nugget. Been dead. Sammy's MIA. <laughs> yeah. It's not good for pets. Yeah. Let's uh, get into it. Yeah, let's, let's do it. In. Let's do it. 1996 is where we start. Lottie has been destroyed, right? They, uh, they're laying her in the attic. Uh, Mari is doing her best to be the most hateable character of all time. She sucks. Bitching about the stinky death pee, as I called it, because uh, her kidneys were damaged from the kicking. Lottie literally got stinky the piss kicked pee. out of her. Yes. She's like, ew. <laughs> making my eyes water. Uh, and then Misty. It sucks to be here right now. They're doing the opposite. They're making the character you should hate but already loved, Misty. And just making her more and more fleshed out and likable uh, throughout the last few weeks, I feel like. Especially, uh, again, this week. I mean, she saves Ben. Mm -hmm. um, but then she's the one taking care of Lottie and standing up to Mari, of all people. Um, but then they tried really quickly and unsuccessfully to make me empathize with Mari for a second by having her drop mm -hmm. the pee and weep about it. Yeah. They added a couple things in this episode but, to Lottie specifically. Or not I, Lottie, I'm sorry, Mari. Uh, that yeah. Was, that was like kind of a... It's a weird Hail Mary yeah, to throw here in episode yeah. eight of season two. But well, it's okay. just like a very focal point of her emotionally that I just was like, I don't really understand this angle. I mean, you we're obviously you're trying to make this character awful in the eyes of the audience and you've been doing that. But now you're going to give her give us a cry scene and have us empathize with her. Like, yeah, I, I was I like, I was like, stop crying. Clean that up. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're <laughs> probably trying to like make it so like, oh, Mari's being a jerk because that's how she copes, mm. but she's really not a jerk. Well, that's probably I, yeah. true. It's uh, just, yeah. Since the only snippets we get are that, of her being, I mean, she could honestly just be crying because she just dropped the stinky pee. She's like, oh my God. And now it's, it's like, going to, it's, you can't get that up. No, I don't even they have don't, soap. What am I going to do? They have 409 in that cabin. They can't Giddy get up. that up. <laughs> Giddy up 409. Jingles, man. Those are, they stick in your head. Those are earworms. Uh, but she drops the pee. She cries. And then we get Lottie kind of having a flashback of the beating. And, and Misty's like, hello, or something. Uh, and then we see Javi <laughs> bringing in the wood. He's helping out around the house. Nothing bad's going to happen to him. And Akila's playing with Nugget. And I put openly, question mark, same as you, Steve. I was a little confused. Yeah. Uh, but it goes to show you that she's she's not in a good headspace, right? She's They're all losing their minds, not just because of the probable supernatural uh, influence. They're starving. Um, they're starving. And they're cold. They're starving. Like, all, all throughout the episode, there's, like, the cabin. Yeah. the, the whole... Uh, a lot of the frames were out of focus and stuff like that, just queuing you in to like they can barely stand or see, right? Yeah, they're doing a lot of uh, vignette unfocusing where yeah. they purposely would make make the sides and corners of the frame out of focus. Like, oh, I'm getting woozy. Mm -hmm. That's the woozy look, right? Uh, and she wants to take him home, give him French fries dipped in vinegar, which was not a thing I was super privy to. Like, I'm kind of aware of like. Like at a fish place, like a salt, and like vinegar. a Long John Silver's, you'd use a vinegar, yeah, but like French fish, fries, like fish and chips, like kind of like that, because you would put vinegar on the fish, or like a salt. That's and what I'm saying. The fish, chip. I know, 
Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just I mean, that sounds delicious. Have either of you ever dipped a French fry in vinegar? No, I'm not a vinegar bitch. Akila Akila said it so cavalierly. By the way, I'm vinegar a total bitch. Slut for vinegar. I, is the I name of our new punk band? Please, <laughs> vinegar bitch. Vinegar bitch. All my friends like salt and vinegar chips, and I'm not one of those people. I do like them. I'm a huge pickle guy. Mm. <laughs> Say that sounds dill dill pickle. <laughs> yes, we love we love a dill pickle. And who and a I spicy like, dill? I no like less. Tommy pickles. Yes. Okay. The whole pickles family. Big fan. But then Taisa wants to see Nugget, and I put Nugget's dead. And Steve apparently wrote meh. And I was like, I was actually mourning on behalf no, of I Steve. I wrote, you can't touch him. He's mine. That thing is dead. <laughs> Little Nugget is dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was just so that means she's been like cradling but a skeleton like a, for God knows how he's long. Like a comical mummified mouse corpse. But yeah. do we think she found him alive, and then she? Like no. held on him. She lennied him from she a found him She found him dead. <laughs> she found him mummified. We think she found him mummified. I think so. That's the implication is he's never been alive. Yeah. Which makes sense that in that shack there would just be sure. a, a dead mouse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, because yeah. Because that other episode when you were so mad that it spent so much time lying to you about Shauna's baby. Mm-hmm. The shoe's on the other foot because I'm so mad now that the show's been lying to me about goddamn Nugget this whole time. Well, I my just, emotions can't handle the dead Nugget. Chris. You're right. It's kind of the same thing, <laughs> but it's also it's it's also not because it's like um, no, it's not. I'm just being so funny. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean you're right. You're they're doing it again ish because like there's so much we can't trust that we're being shown. But I think it's yeah, like it's a little different in the sense that they're not. Um, it was like a, a reveal that there's a psychosis going on rather than a they reveal that, oh, that was all a dream. They didn't spend yeah. a half hour of an episode dedicated to is Nugget alive or not. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like show her going home, giving him French fries dipped in vinegar. <laughs> it's, it's it's me and you against the world, Nugget. <laughs> do we think that? Oh, man. Yeah. Do we think that uh, Akila talking so much about the future and all of her plans with her nephew is evidence that she's about to die? That's typically a, not a good sign in a show like this. Well, it's also not a good sign that she's not in the present day storyline. Yeah. But I mean like about to die. I don't think about. I think. You don't think season two Aquila death is in, in, I incoming? I don't think so. I think if if she was to die, I think it'll be later. Do we think any of these characters are going to show up in the present timeline or are we done with that? Like, do we think We're the six that are the six that are in the, the current the current present aren't the only ones? Yeah. Well, because Lottie said we're all here at some point, I think, when they, you know, when they showed up. But I also think it's well, I mean, possible te- that the writers could seven, pull up. I mean, Travis made it, too. Yeah. Um, Do you think there's anyone else? Like, do you see a future Mari or a future Akila or even here's what here's what I want to see. I want to see 25 years older. Coach Ben. I was wondering that as well. Plot twist. Ben because makes I feel it. like we've we've mm. um, come to the edge <laughs> pun intended mm-hmm. um a couple Edging. of times with him either you know dying from starvation or committing suicide and it has not come to fruition yeah and i feel like if you were going to play with a character that much via van it's almost like you're you can't kill them at this point because you've you've teased it so much yeah so i'm curious but it it also it would be very odd for the older women to not reference him in the present timeline as being alive. But it was the only one that kind of would work because he's not in their group. Sure. 
and I could yeah, see like a wheelchair bound Coach Ben, or maybe even he has a prosthetic now. That'd he's be cool. Gary Sinise from Forrest Gump. Yes, and he's got like a giant beard. Lieutenant Dan, and new he legs. Fucking hates the girls because they're crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I could see that being really cool in like season three. Or maybe like, he like turns into a hermit and like just. Yeah. Like he's like a ramp. Yeah. Like a scary Sinise from, I love that. Like somebody goes to get him and he's like, Oh, I'm not going back. Those bitches are crazy. And he's just like, got a bottle of tequila, but they need it. Like you're the only one that knows how to deal with them. And he's like, I just hit under a tree. Um, I like the idea of, of Coach Ben finding the network of tunnels and then just fucks off for the rest of the show. Like, <laughs> see ya. What if, the, what if the mall was down there? It was real. And he just went to Panda Express. Was like, oh, my God. There's a mall down here? This is awesome. Some rice and chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. And wait till he finds out about Grinder. Like, it's just going to be great. Woo. <laughs> a whole new world. Listen, I'm living the life. <laughs> but yeah, Nugget's dead. It's not good. Not good. Not good times, right? So it's not a good look for Akila to her friends either. But back in 2021, uh, Shauna has basically told the ladies that they found the body, right? She tells the ladies they found the body. And Lottie and Van at this point don't know what's going on or mm-hmm. why that's important. Everybody else is like, uh-oh. Uh, we find out Natalie buried the body pretty quickly. So we were talking about that last week. Yeah, because um, I don't remember. Who got designated that job? Well, yeah, yeah I can't, I can't duty. remember. Like, Because <laughs> I remember Misty burning the head, the hands. Um, and the feet. feet. Right. But as far as the rest of the body, I couldn't remember what happened with that. Same. So. But it was Natalie at least. And they did take a cheese grater to his back tattoo. Yeah. So we not did the mention tattoo. that last week. Not the tattoo that was discovered. Um, yeah. But Van gets suspicious. She comes out, chucks Shauna's keys. She's not having this nonsense. I love that. And that it's a so good funny. thing, too, because her driving in the middle of the night back home wouldn't be a good look police-wise. No. Um, and she's terrible at talking to the cops. We've already established that. Lottie oh, gets hi, involved. hi, Kevin. Are you here to find the murder of uh, me or the murder of... Uh, oh, it's not me. I don't know why I said me. Hi, Callie. Do I need a lawyer? And Callie Is this your boyfriend, like, the other detective? Yeah. <laughs> Dead ass. Shut up, Callie. Hello? Shut up, Kelly. Uh, it's not time for your Gen Zisms. Mom, you're about to catch a fade. <laughs> Sheesh. And she just dips out. But Lottie gets involved and she doesn't want to chat in front of her other, like, quote unquote, patients or clients or whatever they're called. Cult members. That's right. Um, I also, I just want to say the, the term sharing shack. I'm really excited to eventually go there and get a burger and shake and fries mm-hmm. shake that shack. sounds like a great place to eat there's always yeah. a long line shack. at the sharing shack though get in line get your shakes get your burgers get your fries the only thing we charge is that you share a story mm-hmm. give us a story let's let's <laughs> let's patent it right now the juicier Steve. the story the juicier the burger oh hit me up but the ladies are mad about her telling jeff not not okay with that understandably yeah and they say off to the sharing shack Back in 1996, Thaisa uh, sees like the dual Thaisa reflection in the window as Van approaches. I loved that. Good I thought scene. that was so cool. Great shot. We've I seen like, versions of that before, but it was like an extra special cool one. Yeah. Well, I liked how it was. You could see it. She could see it in the window from yeah. what it appeared. And then she looked away from the mirror and she could see the humanly like the body yeah. formation of her alter ego person. That's the, I, first time I, we, that's the first time we saw it in the waking world and not in a reflection. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, I, I loved it. And I feel like this episode in particular had a lot of kind of like out of world, like outer worldly, like scenes like this, the dual tie knife Mari hands. with, yeah. Knife hands, Mari with the bloody wall. Nugget. Um, nugget. Yeah. So, 
I just, I like that. I thought it was really cool. And I think we might've been too harsh. I'll just hop in before I keep going on. I'm going to go fast on the recap, but I was thinking about, about it a lot this weekend that I was pretty harsh and derisive to people that don't believe there's a supernatural element for sure. I do want to, I do want to say that I think I do admit the show has left it open ish. And I think that's kind of the point is poking fun with the idea of, um, you know, science versus the supernatural. And that's kind of the whole point because there's the eat, there's, there's camps within the girls even too. There's like the Natalie and Thaisa's versus the Lotties and everyone else. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the point. Oh, and Chris, Chris, I chose, I'm here. <laughs> I know, but it's like, you can find things where you're looking for things. It's me, W. Ilderness. <laughs> w. Ilderness. That's me. Inheritor of the Ilderness fortune. Um, yeah. I was just trying to throw a bone, maybe a whole bucket of chicken bones you might find at the bottom of a cave uh, <laughs> to the people that are convinced that there is no supernatural element, right? Um, <laughs> Next thing you're going to say, there's no Santa. <laughs> I know, right? It's wild. Just throwing that out there, guys. I, I will admit that they are kind of trying to leave it open. I still think it is heavy supernatural yeah, implication. And I'm 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 trying to figure out where they are leaning more towards. I agree, I think it's more supernatural, but they're really sometimes they lean heavy, sometimes they pull back. And I'm just like, part of me is kind of like, okay, you need to commit because it's kind of frustrating me a little bit here's where because i was pretty harsh on if it did turn out to be all science and they had just lost their minds with hunger and and psycho and group psychoses and other things right and lottie has just schizophrenia like a do you think that would be kind of ableist to just make that the whole villain arc is that lottie just needed her meds or but mostly just be would that be cool would that be a cool like christopher nolan reveal like it was just woods and they all went crazy and started eating people. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was just woods. It was just woods. <laughs> That's a fun phrase by itself. It was just woods. It was just woods, guys. <laughs> I mean, again, similarly, similarly to how, you know, they would present the supernatural element, it would really depend on how they build that up and kind of expose that. Cause I feel like that's not going to be a, um, I don't know if it'll be like a gradual thing that we come to, to learn or if it'll be like a, a sharing chat conversation that's, you know, butchered into, you know, oh yeah, it was just, we were all fucked up and, you know, hungry and whatever, you know, no supernatural part, you know, I, it would just really depend on how they build that up and put it into the, into the show. What about you, Steve? Would you feel robbed or would you be, be like, obviously you're, let's assume the execution's great. I'm just talking about the idea itself. Mm. Would you be like, wow, <laughs> it's just woods. <laughs> I think, in a vacuum, yes, it's just Woods would be a good twist. But I think at this point in the story, I don't think there's any way they can pull that off without it not being satis- without it being unsatisfying. Well, they've been lying to me so much mm-hmm. recently that it started to occur to me that's totally a thing they would do. You know, I mean, th- without- I mean, it's, <laughs> it's true. There have been several reveals that have happened over the course of the show that have just been kind of like, oh, that was it. Adam was just a dude. Okay. We you still know, don't know that for sure. Adam was a was, Well, I, I know. There's some still people that are convinced because apparently his tattoo kind of looked like one of Javi's drawings. And there's people mm. that are still reaching for that. But now that they're both dead, it's like, oh. Mm. But then there's even people that are like, and again, I never watched Lost. So I don't know how crazy you can get with this kind of shit. But there are people out there who are like, I think there's an alternate dimension where like the the woods that they're at is kind of like the 
doorway to that. Mm-hmm. So it's still possible that even the dead people are not dead, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that would kind of, I don't know if I would dig that. But I think there's a touch of that happening, though, because we've been into the in between. She's got a touch of the vapors. Oh, ma. Uh, We have been in a couple scenes where people are in between life and death, it seems. And that's a realm that people can inhabit. Uh, So I think Mm -hmm. there's a touch of that already happening. But I don't know if it's going to be like the big, you know, way that they can bring characters back to life officially that aren't just visions. Mm hmm. Fast and Furious style, like mm-hmm. just Han comes back. Yeah. <laughs> what's the what's ah oh shit? What's his name, Mister Mister Nobody? Mister Nobody does his magic and mm-hmm. just makes Laura Lee alive again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Madison's lost. You're missing out on some in Fast. Okay, put in Fast and Furious. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a character, a character like dies in one of the movies, like is deader than disco, right? And then it's just brought And back. then they bring him back like four movies later and they hand wave it with, oh, Mr. Nobody did his magic. That's literally the line <laughs> that justifies <laughs> oh his character gosh. being alive They brought again. another one back in 10, by the way. That's another probably why I'll never watch Spoiler this alert. It's just, uh, they're in the trailer. It's funny. That's how much they give a fuck. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but any, <laughs> any hoozle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, uh, Ty sees her, uh, Ty's sleepy self. Ty sees her actual physical sleepy self. And then Van finds a belt that they're going to eat. So like belt soup. she's like, hey, let's eat this. It's protein. It's a real thing, by the way. There is a little bit of nutrients in leather. So that's where they're at. It's how hungry they are. Um, and it's Jackie's belt, too. They've already Some eaten. ASMR. <laughs> is that how you eat a belt? That's how I, that's how I responded to that scene. I went. Just thinking about Jackie. I'm getting hungry again. Yes. And then Natalie says, maybe Lottie dying wouldn't be the worst thing, which is a weird thing to have Natalie say, I think. But basically, they're all thinking, I'm really hungry. I think we should eat. We should eat Lottie. And the coach is like not on the same. I love this scene because it's like coach is not on the same page at all. He's like, yeah, because she's probably in a lot of pain. And she's like, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm talking about I'm hungry. Um, I also kind of read that, though, that Nat. I read that more less that Nat wanted to eat her and more that Nat was worried what she's doing to the other girl psychologically. Yeah, there's that, too, because she talks about her control. He says, I think you're jealous. Uh, And she's like, no, I mean, even Javi's out there bowing to this the symbol tree, you know. Um, and he's like, where's the tree at? I want to, I want to fucking check out this tree. I want to bow. Yeah. yeah. He like, it like sparks something. He's like, I've been drawing a lot of trees. I wonder if <laughs> Javi's been drawing trees. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and we cut to the coach going through Javi's stuff. He finds drawings. Roots. He sees like this, this like stranger things. It type was drawing. the woods. He's like, wow, they got this from season three. No, season two. When Will was drawing stuff. Will. Will. Uh, and then Aquila <laughs> is, is thinking about. Eating super dead nugget, which is just bones, I think. And she's like, like licks it, like uh. it's just nugget jerky at this point. Mm-hmm. Not a good look. She's You're either going to eat the leathery belt or the leathery nugget jerky. Ooh. Doesn't do the choice. thing though. I'm sure that a, there's a little bit of it. nugget that like is dust. So mm-hmm. just throwing that out there. Maybe I don't think we're all first. dust in the wind, Steve. Nugget would not be <laughs> very like, nutrient filling. I feel no, no, no. Less so than the leather. Even it's more like a nugget flavored crisp. Chicken nuggets, however, would be mm. handy in this situation. Or dino nuggies. What do you think all of their fast food choices would be the moment they got back? Mm. Mm. Vans would be Taco Bell without a doubt. Yeah. Oh, that does feel right. That feels right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lottie, I feel like, is a Chick-fil-A girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, do you think so? 
Well, yeah, that's the that's the pricier fast food that her parents probably take. Yeah, but with their politics, I don't feel like Lottie's down with that. Or Panera. Ooh, Panera. Yeah, Panera. Yeah. Ooh, Panera yeah, feels right. like Panera. Lottie. Panera feels like Lottie. You're now, right. Now, Mari probably loves Chick-fil-A and doesn't yeah. care. No, Mari's, a, <laughs> Mari's definitely housing some whiteies when she gets home. <laughs> Ty is not eating Chick-fil-A because they don't like the gays. Mm-mm, <laughs> um, definitely not. Um, I feel like Ty would eat Chipotle. Shauna? Hmm. Shauna would go for Arby's because they have the meats. <laughs> and she yep. respects the butchery. That's true. Okay, yeah. I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> and then Misty would be classic McDonald's. Misty McDonald's. No. She wants to be popular, right? So she goes with the popular uh, choice. Yeah, because in the 90s, McDonald's was it. She's getting those Monopoly. Oh, she's getting all the Monopoly things, trying yeah, to collect those off the fries. Absolutely. You know she's got all of she's them. She's going for that Millie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I got all of the, um, do you remember the Inspector Gadget movie with uh, Matthew, Matthew Broderick? Broderick? Yeah. I got all the Happy Meal toys where you could Such build an Inspector Gadget. Well, that's fun. And it was one of my favorite toys. That's when McDonald's toys awesome. were yeah. fucking Legit. cool. Once you built the whole thing, it was like what it would now be a yeah. $50 toy. It was awesome. I think I still have some McDonald's cho- toys in like storage somewhere. Mm. I still have all mine in storage, yeah. Nice. You guys pay for storage for your McDonald's well, toys? Well, when, when I say in, <laughs> in storage, I mean my mom's yeah. basement. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. I think she keeps it more for herself than me. <laughs> I still smell like nuggies. <laughs> um, speaking of nuggies, she's trying to eat nugget, right? Then Ma- Mari hears the dripping again. Uh, and then this time, Thaisa says she hears it, yeah. which is interesting. And then Mari sees the blood running through the walls. And she says, they're dead. Is she talking about... Everybody in the other room, like Coach Ben and them? I didn't interpret that way. I, I, I interpreted well, it as just like there as then as them, like, I don't know. Other like people. the royal they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the people that the wilderness has claimed. Yeah. The spirit has claimed. I guess. Maybe. I just love how awkward because she's like, ah, and you see the blood and then Coach Ben just hobbles into the room like, what? <laughs> well, I love that shake of his head. He's like, I can't fucking take this anymore, yeah, you like, know? These girls are killing me. He's like, I need a getaway. I should have jumped. Damn, Um, Misty. (laughs) But I'm wondering, because Ty says she can hear it, and I've watched watched that actress during this scene, and she, I could tell that she was given a direction to look very- Sleepy or out of it? Yeah, because I was like, is this her sleepy self, you know? And Mm. um, because it was weird that- she could hear it one and then like just completely she basically gaslit mari after she freaked out about the dripping it's probably just the pipes right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got i said i heard it i didn't say it was like creepy <laughs> dang relax but i i'm clean up that i think it, i think it was sleepy ty that could hear what the... if somebody in the background was like it's probably all the piss you dropped <laughs> mari <laughs> it's just lottie pissing upstairs and it's falling Ew. into the ground into the first floor yeah. how does Get she got it. so much in there right. we're all dehydrated right now they got plenty of snow to drink Back in 2021, the cops Yellow show up at the Sadeki's house. They've got a search warrant now. They're very confident. Jay is just so happy with himself. Let's get to tossing, boys. I'm going to Callie's room. That's appropriate. That's Weird. what Jay's. <laughs> Why did all you the do places, that, Jay? Of all the places. I think Kevin will be like, hey, man, how about you hang back on this Yeah, you one? sit in the car. Yeah. Uh, but she hits him with the seduction shit again. Like, I'll tell him how you, I'm going to fake cry and tell him how, you know, you did stuff. And then he's like, not, nah, not buying it. Uh, they're going to think you're a 
a man-eating apple tree or something. The, the psychopath <laughs> apple doesn't fall far from the man-eating tree. There you go. Yeah. I knew it was that. Basically I wrote man-eating saying, apple tree. You know, the jury's going to see how psycho your mom is and yes. say, well, the apple doesn't far too, mm. fall too far from the tree. It was a metaphor. Which, I don't think that's a, a good assumption. A, well, one, I'm like, <laughs> I wrote in my notes, that's not going to, that's not something you can uphold in court. Yeah, I think that, I think if we're talking about if juries are going to make snap decisions about people's character, they're going to care more about the cop dating a minor drinking liquor with yeah. to yeah. get information, which a hundred percent did happen. Yeah. And it doesn't take a big leap of logic to think this guy with a mustache didn't take it the next step. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Stash 100%. is not doing good things for you there. Jay. And, yeah. And he's so smug about it. He immediately like, you know, no jury is going to be like, yeah, I believe this guy. Well, I think a lot of your feelings about the, sociopathic cops from Stranger Things are creeping in here, Steve. That's You've true. got preconceived notions. That, you do. would not be allowed on the jury. I would not be able to, <laughs> Yeah, they would ask everyone, has anyone in the jury seen uh, Stranger Things? And I would raise my hand like, okay, you don't, you're dismissed. Yeah, you're not allowed here. You're, you're, you're tainted. But I love how Callie is filming him. <laughs> Just yeah. like proper, that's what, yep. That's what you two gotta drawers, do. Two yep. drawers up on my panties, bro. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin brings up the affair to Jeff. Uh, and Jeff looks uncomfortable with that, right? And then he shows him a bunch of pictures of Adam's body and how precise, surgical almost, the limbs have been removed. Uh, and this is an interesting scene, I thought, because it's a tactic on their end to like p- put Jeff on his side, mm-hmm. number one. But also it partially works. Like Jeff, but we see later with the nightmare, is now a little worried a little terrified of shauna like when he sees what she actually did like it's one thing to theorize she killed somebody and hid the body but when he sees what she did i mean think about it we because the show has kind of a comedic undertone in addition to the horror these are all our people right like even dexter like that's your hero you know that's the hero of the show but if you think about in our society like you see these photos on the news or some version of it and you hear what has been done like they took the head and the hands and the feet like you would think this is the worst person ever like a complete psychopath and you saw shauna's picture on the news and this is the person that we're allied with right right um anyway i just thought it was interesting that's what i was thinking of during the scene it's enough and Kind of to expand on what you said, like it's different. Like when if you watch the news and they say, "Hey, they took the arms and or the the feet and hands and head off the body," that's one thing to hear it, but to actually be shown photos of it, mm-hmm. that really brings it home. And too. a cheese grater to the back, yeah, to yeah, remove the tattoo. Tattoos. That's not what cheese graters are for. So we find yeah. out that they identified Adam. They didn't really make any mistakes. The ladies, it was just they identified him with a bone marrow test, which was a long shot, but apparently he had donated some bone marrow. Um, so that worked. That's how they knew Adam Martin, baby. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp, and I love this month's theme. It's all about balance. How do you spend time for yourself when you're so busy worrying about other people? I find that extremely difficult. I know I've got kids. I've got dogs. I've got cats even. They're very self-sufficient, but every now and then very demanding, especially when their bowl's empty. And so it's all about getting caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never thinking about what you need from yourself. But when we spend all of our time giving it, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. So therapy can give you tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself 
behind. Steve, you know a thing or two about this, don't you? Yeah, I was actually in a relationship with someone. It was a very codependent relationship, and I spent so much of my time not worried about my own health but their own, and that left a lot of things in my life uh, not as great as they could be, Chris. And so I was able to get involved with BetterHelp. I found a therapist. It was very easy to use. My therapist was really, really awesome. She gave me books to read, gave me homework, and made me realize that I am a person worthy of value and worthy of spending time on myself with. Uh, And that's why BetterHelp is really, really awesome. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You found it to be the case, Steve. I did. 100% love BetterHelp. And so all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. So if you feel like you're not vibing, if you're not vibing, mm-hmm. you, can, you can move on. Next. And then you know, you can worry about balance. Immediately. You want to make sure you get the therapist that you want and not the therapist that may be a very picky cat. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. My cat is a terrible therapist. Yeah. So find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash streaming things. Back at the sharing shack, uh, basically they've caught Van and Lottie up on everything that's transpired so far off screen. So mm-hmm. like they're they're on the same page now. Murder, body, all that stuff, right? And Shauna is still at this point lying to all of them about how Adam even died. Um because uh, that's what I wrote. I well, didn't she, know she, I didn't she, know she's it was lying be about revealed. Jeff's involvement Correct. Yeah. Well, kind of how because they she still thinks they still think she uh killed the blackmailer mm-hmm. instead of accidentally But I mean he did a, attack her, correct? No. He just like quickly walked toward That's her because right. he was That's panicking right. about her finding the Yellow Jackets book. Right. At this point, we still think Adam was uh, the blackmailer. No, well, we still as the viewers still think Adam was a random guy that was really nice and got murdered by Shauna. Wrong place, right? wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So and then I put right. Does she even believe that? But anyways, the whole thing. But Misty, uh, I love this scene. I love it so much. And I know there's a lot of issues with it exposition wise, but like with Misty, especially like I've had fans address for years. Why didn't you right. just ask me? Like there's so it many been great so things much cheaper. Here. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean cheaper? So then Misty snitches on Taisa about Jessica Roberts and how she worked for her. Uh, and then Misty's like, oh, I took care of it. it I started dying. Laugh. They're like, what do you mean you took care of it? Like everything's coming out now. And I'm, yeah. I'm Harry, a- I took care of it. <laughs> I'm having the time of my life. Uh, but we'll get back there in a second. First, we go back to 1996 and young Misty confronts the coach about the suicide because he's got a knife. And she's like, the knife is really sharp. You're not going to like stab yourself with it, are you? Um, and he's like, no, I'm just working on my crutches. But he's not. He's got plans. I don't know what they are. I know he's going to go to the tree, but I don't know well, what he was doing in that technically, moment. Technically, he was working on his crutches. But to make him more like tree finder worthy. Stable in the snow. Ski yeah. crutches. Oh, yeah. Snow crutches. I noticed I saw the wide base at the bottom earlier. It's yeah. funny. Tree um, finding crutches. <laughs> <laughs> These are my plans for my tree finding crutches. <laughs> it's just woods. It's just woods, guys. I'm, I'm just dropping gold. Uh, keep it simple. I think that's a T-shirt in the making for maybe season three. Tree it's finding crutches. It's just trees, guys. <laughs> oh, it's just woods. <laughs> it's just woods. It's just woods. Uh, Natalie is making hobby gloves while Travis watches, so he sees her being kind to his little brother, and he's like, "Dang, you know, none of these other chicks have really given me any play." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or no? Do you think it was? I better go say sorry. <laughs> oh, 
gosh. my cot's been cold ever since. Um, <laughs> honestly, I thought Mari'd make a move by now. I better go talk to Natalie. So cold. Um, <laughs> so cold. None of these other babes are digging me. Why I'm a prospector, Nat- and all these prospects have dried up. Why isn't Nat making me gloves? <laughs> yeah, that's what that's he's thinking. Fucking Natalie, I couldn't help but notice you gave him fingerless gloves. That was a very poor design choice. <laughs> we need the glove, the fingies to be covered. Okay, he's just a boy. Why would she do the that? Fingies like, are important. It's like there's no cell phones right now that he, like that don't respond to the touch of gloves. Right? Probably for uh, the extra dexterity. For what? He can gather wood with any kind of gloves. Whittling the wood. Yeah. (laughs) It's for the special things the boys do in their secret room (laughs) that the girls are not allowed to watch. Just with the tips of your fingers? Mm. That's really sad. (laughs) It's very cold. (laughs) Anyway. uh, While he's doing that, Misty's taking care of Lottie and Lottie says, don't waste my body. And Misty's (laughs) like, what? Why'd you say it like that? Because she's dying. Don't waste my body. It wasn't a sexy whisper. It was a death whisper. You're right. There's a difference. Sorry. You're just such oh. a you're just such a sexual being, Chris, that it just everything comes out that way sometimes. Dead ass. She's like to eat you, and she's like dead ass. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Misty's like big girl. <laughs> Sheesh. <about> to, <laughs> and they go downstairs. Coach is consulting his maps. That he's devised, but they're ter- they're just like little trees in a circle, right. and they drew the rune on there. Um, <laughs> Javi is sleeping soundly as fuck with those loud ass crutches in his wooden room. Right, I thought that was funny. He's like sneaking past him, like boom, Clunk. boom, boom, <laughs> Clunk. <Yeah>. Clunk. <laughs> or maybe he just sleeps through it, like because Coach is an anxious person. Javi's all it. tuckered out. Look at that little guy. He's, you put those gloves to use. I wonder what he's dreaming about. Oh, look, his foot's kicking. <laughs> back in 2021 um but after he after coach looks at his maps he goes outside and no one gives no one notices no one that gives he's a missing. fuck no what are no. They gonna, who cares um well, he's probably just in the back being a little bitch again <laughs> he's mad he didn't get gloves he's bearing down yes uh but it would be great if my hands were warm right now <laughs> but yeah not nah. <laughs> But Misty says, uh, what was I supposed to do? Let her go? Uh, I'm talking about Jessica Roberts. Yeah, back in the sharing shack, which I thought was hilarious. Um, She'd been in my basement for a week. (laughs) Like, I I love everything about this conversation. I know. And then the FBI and Randy gets brought up because they're they're talking about, you know, how the FBI interviewed. And she's like, well, the FBI was me. Um, and And my boyfriend Walter and then she starts to piece together that Randy and Jeff were in together on something she remembers that he mentioned Jeff during that conversation which again was a stretch but she's the citizen detective I believe I believe that more than I believed Thaisa saying there was glitter on your floor like Thaisa jumping in with the clues was kind of a bit much but again it's fine Um, Misty is nothing if not proactive and then they ask thank you (laughs) that's I love that so yeah, much. Van always, yeah. van, Lauren Ambrose is always hopping in with some banger one-liners. I love it. <laughs> love her. But then I, I liked uh, Natalie, too. Like, was fucking Jeff the one blackmailing or sending us the postcards, right? So they the scene ends with them asking about that. But then we cut to Walter doing two puzzles at once. Hot as hell. Drinking some milk. <laughs> I wrote something. I'm not going to say what I wrote, but it's funny. What'd and you write? Nah, it's fine. What'd you write? It says, yes. I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> so then he sees. As you should be. He sees articles of Adam's body. 
and he starts to email the police in a red herring moment. I've got evidence for you, but he's going to he's going to help the ladies. I fully believe I think it's obvious. I think he yeah. did send something. He sent the email saying I've got uh, information regarding your right. investigation. Yeah. Dot, 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 which I love. If you're going to say that, put an ellipsis on there. Definitely. Make him more intrigued. Definitely. That's how you, you have more to say. If he had put a whoever's, period. Whoever's running. Like, oh. Who's ever monitoring the contact us emails for the police department was like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> an ellipsis. Okay. Okay. This, this man does have he's, info. He's got some juice. He said he's, he's got, got some, some information. Deets, but he didn't give them to us. <laughs> oh. Mm. We better contact him. This weekend got more interesting. What a puzzle to figure what out a, what, a, what a tease mm-hmm. oh my god walter but then jeff's cleaning up late at night he hears someone come into the house it turns out it's shauna and they start getting hot and heavy because why the wouldn't only you one that understands me oh that turns Jeff. me on they start making out but then it becomes like a slicey knife hand nightmare because she's got the saws on her hands that's the worst uh he's starting to fear her he wakes up in a cold sweat finds callie drinking a brewski and tells her that's not going to help her go to sleep you probably will. I disagree, but sure. I mean, she'll probably have to pee, but I mean, <laughs> alcohol is a depressant. Uh, <laughs> and then Callie asks if she's like her mother. And he's like, yeah, you're smart and beautiful. And he, she's like, no, smart, no, no. Smart. I mean, good at stuff. Stabby. Don't take any shit. Right. I he, love the good at stuff bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he tells her uh, about the baby in this scene. It's like She lost a lot of people. And she's like, yeah, I know, Jackie. I'm talking about Jackie. Uh, and he's like, no, also your brother. And <laughs> oh, yeah, you had a brother. Sorry, we didn't tell you that. And it's like, what do you guys think about this scene? Did this hit you emotionally? It it did, because I I didn't know if Jeff knew in the fact that, you know, he acknowledged that he knew by telling Callie. You know, I just it's that's a very like. Very heartfelt, very heavy piece of information to hold on yourself and know, but also to now tell your daughter Um I I I liked this scene a lot. It was a very nice heart to heart between uh, Jeff and Callie. What about you, cold as ice, dude? Oh, I thought it was a fine scene. I just kind of laughed the way it ends. It's like he unloads this really awful, devastating news to Callie and goes, "But that's not your burden, the bear." Yeah, <laughs> like you just burdened her, <laughs> right? Like I, <laughs> this I, poor girl. <laughs> like I liked in the messaging of like we don't have to carry the burden of our parents, but it's just mm-hmm. like the way. I kind of agree. It was a little on the nose with how he, you know, delivered it to her. Yeah. Um, but I I liked this scene um between the two of them. I thought it was very was very heartfelt. And I think it connects Callie more to the situation with her mom and how she is. Um because I mean they acknowledge that Shauna's there's a lot wrong with her, mm-hmm. like in this scene. And so I think Yeah, there's this is it this scene where he's like, Yeah, Shauna's fucked up. I believe so, because I don't think we see them again this episode. Yeah, that's the same scene, because she's like, no, I'm not beautiful and, and, and smart. I'm talking about, the, like, mom's really fucked up, right? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she for is. sure. She used the cheese grater on her. <laughs> we don't know if that was her. Well, actually, it had to have been, right? She's the body person. She's the, she's that's the one true. that cut up the limbs, at least. For that's sure. True. She prepares the meat. I would have loved one more scene where Callie went to the kitchen. and was like, Dad, I'm trying to make some cheese, like <laughs> Parmesan. Where's the grater? Oh, I got rid of those. <laughs> We're never allowed to have those in the house again. Ever again. Uh, and then we see Walter getting prepared to leave his, his manse. Uh, I assume to go to the police station or he's doing Walter shit. He, he grabs a purple coat 
Mm. So I thought maybe mm. go into the cult. Dear Walter, this is the police department. Um, I love that he's going to show oh up. Oh my at- God. I just got your email and <laughs> I'm so curious. Can, can you come over <laughs> like real soon, please? I, I love that Walter's the type to do the research and bring his own purple. To yes. If he is going to the, the honeybee or whatever, right? Sunshine yeah. Valley, whatever the fuck it's called. The place, the murder cult. Lottie's lair. The sharing shack. Ah, Back in 1996, Misty is again tending to Lottie. Uh, and Thaisa says, we need to find a way to stay alive. And it can't be her. Right. And so this is when they will find out. And the next time we cut to them, uh, they jump really quickly to the Russian roulette conclusion. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. even like Sean, I don't know. I, I get what Steve's saying. Like there was a, a weirdness to the, the celerity with which they jump to this. Because even Shauna, who just beat Lottie to death. It's just like sleepy in the middle with her beanie on. Like, yeah, I'm hungry too. (laughs) Can't be Lottie. Like, I feel like there should be more like. There should have been a bigger discussion held of how they came to that conclusion. Yeah, and like a bigger discussion about how Shauna like beat Lottie to death. Like, I understand um, there's been a lot going on. It's just weird. Like, do they not think they need to have a conversation because it was consensual on Lottie's front to let Shauna beat the shit out of her. But, yeah, but they're also like, she. I think they have sympathy for her because she lost her baby too. Sure, sure. Um, but I guess it's just like where, as the, where as the audience do we draw the line of like, they should have stopped her. Also, I was reading, I think we missed it. Uh, I, I missed it for sure. Apparently when she was beating Lottie, she was wearing Jackie's t-shirt. Oh. Um, would like to put her in that, like a more of that emotional the space. butterfly shirt? Yeah, mm-hmm. huh. I think so. We- Just throwing that out there. Oh. Thought that was a neat touch. They're always on point with the costumes in this show. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And we back in 2021, Shauna fills them in on what really happened. And Thais is very, very angry that Jeff was the one that um, uh, blackmailed them. Uh, and she's like, plus, also, I think I said too much to the police. Like, all the cards are on the table in this scene, which, again, I always, I like. Steve knows this about me. Like, it's, it's a thing. It's a trope in TV where – if the plot hinges on characters just not communicating to each other, it drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. But I understand that people do lie to each other in real life, but that's like my worst pet peeve in the world when the entire plot would be undone if the characters were just like, hey, let me be honest. With yeah, you. let me tell you something real quick. You know, I can't stand that. And so I'm really like breathing a sigh of relief that everybody's just being open here, dropping all the bombs on the table. Um yeah, I also told the police a lot, right? And the Misty's like, I knew it! <laughs> Which, again, yes, I made love you it. a cake and everything. God right. damn it. I should have hid the body. I should have talked to the cops for you. Yeah. But there's an interesting line where she's like, I didn't tell you guys about Jeff because I was afraid of, you guys would hurt him. And they're all kind of shrugging it off. And then. Wow, that's what you think of Ashana? I think it's Van that says, like, well, I mean, she definitely just killed somebody like a few weeks ago, you yeah. know, about Jessica. Um, just like, damn right I did. But then right. Shauna <laughs> interestingly says, honestly, if it was your guys' spouses, I would have killed them. Because yeah. Shauna's about that life, which is her main reason she was scared for Jeff. And then Nat says, thanks for the honesty, Shauna. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> but she's kind of being genuine, too. Yeah. Because Natalie's kind of hippie-ish now. And <laughs> yeah. She, she sits down like, yeah, we all just need to talk it out. I think this is a good thing. I think it's time to talk I, about it. I love... Well, I kind of hate it, but I love Nat's whole character arc the last half of the season. Guys, let's just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And so She's she, sober now. She's she, finally getting help. She uses this situation like, finally, guys, let's talk about it. She's like, it. let's talk about how y'all almost fucking 
slit my throat. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is this one of those things though? They don't remember in the modern day. I though? don't know. I don't know how much they're going to play into that idea yeah. of, Oh, they, they've suppressed a lot of things that have happened. They don't remember a lot of right. things. Yeah. And it's like, I understand how it could seem like her character change is just wildly fast and, and too extreme as far as Natalie. But as someone who, you know, used to be a drug abuser and, you know, and someone who's become a completely different person right now, it was way more gradual for me. It took like a year. It didn't take a weekend. It took years. Um, but I mean, it, it, that's a thing, a personality shift. Once you have like a kind of a, a trauma breakthrough and a, and a, and a, an addiction recovery breakthrough, um, anyway, just throwing that out there. But yeah, I agree. The speed with which she achieved that is, is pretty jarring for sure. Um, but yeah, she sits down like, let's just talk it out. And then Lottie, of all people, is the one that's like, therapy is not going to help. <laughs> Th- therapy has no power here yeah, in the sharing was, shack. I thought that was funny. She's like, something guided you all here and it's too powerful, right? Um, and we'll get to what she like, We have to give it what it Lottie. wants. <laughs> but back in 1996, Lottie's having like fever dreams. Um, and at some point, there's like flashbacks to when they all tried to like... Uh, kill Travis during the mushroom party. That's a dark um, period of my life. And then like, the, the we, girls do the card game. Somebody get the skull. What were you going to say? I was going to say, do we think it's like she's predicting what's about to happen downstairs? Because she's not a part of what's going on. I think that's the visual language is that like um, it's because because coach is gone and because Na- uh, Lottie's incapacitated is why the girls do this, right? Like sure. both devolve. of those characters would have stopped what's about to happen. Yeah. Um, you get the two opposites of the, of the spectrum there. Yeah. And without them to lead them, they just fall into chaos. Because Lottie, even though she's wild and like super into the whole spirit of the wilderness thing, she's super chill about it. Like, just breathe. It'll take care of us. And <laughs> well, yeah, she, she knows that they'll listen to her, too. Yeah. And since they're both incapacitated, the girls are like, I think one of us has got to be lunch. <laughs> and they're like, they're all like fair. How do we decide? <laughs> um which is interesting. So then the card game, everybody predicted, is in fact how they're going to do it, right? It's the, the queen of hearts with the eyes crossed out uh, is how they decide who randomly will be dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really tense scene where they keep going through everybody. And it's interesting how they did this because on the one hand, when Natalie draws it, you know she doesn't die because there's an adult version of Natalie. Yeah. So it's like there is no tension there, but there also is still because it's like, so then what the fuck is about to happen? Um, yeah. Are they not going to follow the rules of the game? Which I was curious how they were going to do the Russian roulette thing because there's 50, well, there's 52 cards in a deck. So I thought they were going to have to go around like three times. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, <laughs> you could at least made it a little bit quicker and be like, like, if you pull a heart, you're dead. Like, honestly, as scary as that is, I would have very confidently grabbed a card. The first time around. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, yeah, like you said, the odds are pretty high. You're good. They probably right. just grabbed enough cards that they needed and put a queen in mm. there. And right? also I'm <laughs> shuffling and cutting that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Um, but where did they find that card? Because didn't they say it was there was no queen of hearts in that deck? Well, that's we got an email about that. So there's an interesting theory that I okay. really like. Okay. Um, but Javi at one point had it, I think. Oh, I think we'll, we'll read the email. Okay. We'll dive in. Um, but yeah, she, she draws the queen of hearts and which means that they put the necklace on her. And I was so hyped to see that necklace. Like, Oh, it's like the totem of you're going to fucking die. 
I, I love start, it. We're gonna I wanna, hunt you. I want to start the tradition where I put a necklace on whatever my next meal is going to be. Like, a, mm-hmm. hello, Whopper. Let Pippin. me put this on. Pippin. No, <laughs> we're not going to. Don't need. Pippin I don't know. After dough. that fart he let go in here. Yeah, he's on necklace, the chopping block. Yeah, that's a good point. The meat is sour. You don't want me. <laughs> It's not what she was coming, getting at. She if was, that's coming out of my ass, you don't want to eat me. The ranky fart. I was like, bro. Imagine what's inside. <laughs> a lot. There's a nugget in there. Uh, and then Shauna immediately so cool. goes to slit Natalie's throat. And then Natalie's like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, which me in the eye. I never understand in movies and, to, and shows why they do that. Where like you're about to kill them and they go, wait, wait, wait. Like if, if you're going to kill somebody, and I'm just like theorizing here. I'm not a murderer. Would them saying wait stop you? Because obviously they don't want you to. I'm thinking that's going to speed me up because I don't want to hear too many like. I don't think you're really thinking about that in the moment, though. You don't want to hear too many protestations. You have already psyched yourself up for it. But they're also friends. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it depends on your. But even in movies where it's like criminal about to assassinate protagonist, they always go, wait a second. And it always does. What? (laughs) It's it's, it's just a (laughs) What? It's another pet peeve of mine. Well, you won't. Speak your piece. You get less words. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she's like, wait, wait, wait. You got to look me in the fucking eye. What? And then Travis tackles Shauna. She's, he saves Natalie. Can't handle it. Get yeah. out of here, not. <laughs> Run for it. I die for you. You still owe me gloves. <laughs> I need you. My hands are so cold. You owe me gloves after this. And Speaking of gloves, Harvey, don't leave me. And then they go howling through the woods. They immediately get all feral. Uh, and there's some terrible fake breath CGI. It was so bad. It was, <laughs> it was worse than the green screen in the car. Ooh, Ooh. I really didn't notice it. <gasps> Once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> How's that going again? <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> anyway, so they all go chasing after her, like full like shroom night. Yeah. Primitive. Feral, animalistic feral mm-hmm. running through the forest but back in 1996 or wait that was 1996 <laughs> or was it no. what did i do uh. what, oh i just must have fucked up my notes that's what i, I think did. it goes back to lottie in the sharing shack and yeah. they're talking about do you feel something inside of you that's causing you to feel this way and do all that uh it's been with us all along guys we've been denying it that's why our lives are so fucked that's up why we're so fucked up we gotta let it in which and doesn't then, make any sense and then shauna is like i mean our lives aren't that bad, Shauna. Yeah, of all people. And then, and then I mean, it's not that bad. And then Lottie suggests uh, to euthanize one person, like as a sacrifice. There's a lot going on here. Yeah, in this scene, right? Like she's like, we got to give ourselves fully to it, which we'll unpack her theory in a second because I got thoughts. Uh, and she says, we give it what it always wants, one of us, right? Because she's tried like the half-assing blood thing, which they tried in the past as well. Mm-hmm. And so she's saying, no, a death of one of us is always the only thing that's ever sated it, right? That's fine. How does that work, though? Like she's saying, we have to keep doing that. We got to continue doing that. Eventually, you're all going to die anyway. Like your whole plan's flawed. Like she's this, acting this like- the final destination yeah, spirit. She's acting like one more of us- dying and we're good for how long and then you gotta like your whole you gotta give it another person until eventually you're all dead anyway well my thing is they've gone a widespread of what 20 something years without someone dying so it's like why now you know like because i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know it's flawed for sure but she's convinced so she russian roulettes the drinks but she's not doing any favors for convincing them that her area is not a cult 
with the fact that she's got phenobarbital on tap. <laughs> right. Uh, what was it? The Heaven's Gate? Heaven's, yeah, Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Heaven, yeah, Heaven's Gate. Like Misty's the one that points that out. It's like the same Kool-Aid type shit, right? She's like, yeah, people at Heaven's Gate use that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But that's her plan. And she's like, I'll even drink last and you guys can pick. And she's convinced that if one of them dies, everything will be cool for a question mark amount of time. Um, but back in 1996, the coach finds the rune tree and finds a very haphazardly hidden entrance to it's just like a leaf 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 <laughs> he's like oh good thing I, a gust of wind will I make built, this blow away I, I built these crutches and now it's cool uh i can get in here so he finds a way inside the cave uh like throws his crutch in there uh at some point and all we see i think it's later but all we see is is the bones on the floor and in mm-hmm. a, a uh, bonfire yeah, like a little, fire. a little fire remnants. Yeah. So Javi's been living down there, right? That's what we took from that. And he's been eating like little animals, I guess, because those weren't yeah. human bones. No. But like Ben's rev- like, I feel like they overplayed their hand with his shock. Mm. Like if there had been like a human skull down there or something, that would have been like, whoa. But all he was seeing was Javi was living there. And it just didn't seem enough reason to be like, What? Because right. it was like, clearly Javi was fucking living somewhere. It was two months. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just thought he kind of overplayed the what? Was, were the bones kind of in like a ceremonial position? I don't know. Like it was some sort of. I don't know of what cult, he was so like, shocked at. I don't altar. know. To be honest, I was watching. I was watching this with like sun. So I didn't see the full like 360 view of the cave. Your son. Your son. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you having like a Thaisa moment? Maybe. We were both watching it. <laughs> yeah. Sleepy time, son. Sleepy time, son. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really get a chance to look fully into the surroundings of the cave. So maybe there were other things on it that in there that could be weird. But from what I saw, the little bones just looked like little tiny animals. Little bones. Little bones. That's my nickname. But I'm also like, why is the tree on the outside? Like, it's still... The snow is not like it's still melting snow that's on this tree on the outside. Like mm. I feel like the inside could be dry, obviously, but the outside is it like still- warm in there? There was like a smoke coming. Yeah, out. there was steam oh. coming out. Like mm. it's it's a there's like some it's sort like of geothermal thing happening mm. in that. Under it's a little there. hot spring. You go in. He's like, damn, nice that's why he was so shocked. He was like, Javi's a little fucker. He's like, God damn, there's this like, awesome under here. Jacuzzi in here. The fuck? <laughs> what? And there's a mall. <laughs> fuck. There's another plane. There's like a prosthetic leg leaning against the wall. He's like, fucking Javi. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Whole time. Couldn't use that. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> but he's like super, super psyched about his little hidey hole. Right. But I then, wonder if he will ever come out of that. That's I don't think I don't think he's, he's gonna probably come still out. living there. He's built a I life. honestly thought about it. A shrine to Paul. That'd be cool if he's just like a like a Robin there. Williams from Jumanji. What year is it? What? And he's like wearing those tattered <laughs> rags and stuff, getting chased by a hunter who's also his dad's shoe shop owner self. Anywho, I love Are Jumanji. You scared boy. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but then Javi run, finds Natalie first. She's out like running and hiding, real scared. Everybody's like. Bada! They're all hey, <laughs> where Stop. you at, girl? I know where we can go. Trust me. And so he leads her across the the ice, the snow. And I guess he's going to his hidey hole where Coach is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he's trying to take her. He's trying um, to use a shortcut. But it wouldn't work because, like, the whole gang is, like, yeah. so close to them. Like, they're going to they see that it. she's in there, right? It's yeah, poorly planned. But 
And and wouldn't they just track her in the snow, like the footprints? I don't know. They didn't track her going behind that fucking tree. That's true. They're, uh, not, <laughs> they're not good trackers. None of them are trackers. Well, it seems true. to me like they Travis isn't going to rat her out, and yeah. that's the tracker. Yeah. Well, it seems to me like they're just overcome with this yeah. feral, like... Hunger. Yes. And now, so it could be a supernatural element, or it's at least just that they're hungry. Or it's uh, fourth meal time. That's true. Yeah. What about second breakfast? Um... <laughs> But then the ice starts cracking and then oh, no. fucking Javi falls in the ice and she starts to save him. And then Misty runs up like, Natalie, stop. If you save him, the others will get you. And I wrote, because it affected me, holy fuck. Steve wrote, meh. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote juxtaposition to the moose. Yes, scene. indeed. Yeah, I thought, Javi wow. is a moose. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> But just how Nat couldn't provide like the moose last time, but now they Javi can provide Javi. Yeah. Yeah. They grab. Mm-hmm. They let Javi drift down a little uncomfortably long. I thought like if you don't yeah. eat him, then that was for nothing. You should have just saved him. Yeah. But they're like grab him. And I'm like yeah, please. <laughs> um, they pull him out, but they wait till he's dead first. And uh, God, it's rough, man. And here's the thing rough. that's neat about this. I think uh, that they're going to let the wilderness kill all of their meals now. Mm. Right. Because technically they didn't directly murder Javi. They just let him die in the wilderness. And the only other person we've seen just fell in a pit. Right. Oh, who put those spikes there? (laughs) Exactly. But it's kind of like we'll chase you until the wilderness kills you Mm. and then we'll eat you. And then we're never we're never going to see them like slit their throat. I was wondering that as well, because before the whole throat slicing thing, I'm like, how can they justify just like completely slicing up? These people that have had, like, they just know, you know yeah. what I mean? So I was in my head thinking they're going to have to do something organically. That's, I say organically, but set up in a way. Yeah. Yeah. They're it gonna, makes, it makes total sense. Yeah. You know, it'll be like Final Destination, like Steve said, each week it'll be a different like wilderness Final Destination. Or I thought it was going to be they pull the card and maybe it turns into this, like, you get a head start. We're going to chase after you. If we kill you within the night, then we kill you or we, you know, choose another person the following day or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, this needed to be part of the. I wish they had a whole scene about the discussion of how they came to this conclusion. That's what I'm saying. Like 10 episodes, baby. That's all we needed. Dang. Like, I feel like episode nine could have been or excuse me, episode eight could have been this conversation. And then we could have had that scene of Natalie getting chased in episode nine. Yeah. Could have ended with Natalie pulling the card. That would be a good like yeah. cliffhanger episode reveal thing. Yeah. But yeah, so they're going to eat Javi in the final finale, I guess. But in the trailer, there's a scene where, so they, they make visual note of Van grabbing the stick from the fire outside. And then in the trailer, there's a scene of them carrying somebody through the woods. Um, and Van has the stick and the person on the back. So it's, it's obviously Javi, but... Mm. Just confirming that. Num, num, num time. Yep. And this is interesting. I want to read this email real quick before we get into choice cuts. And we've got a bunch of good emails, but this is a long one. I'll get through it as quick as I can because I don't remember where the meat of it is. But it comes in from, oh, <laughs> it comes in from Annie. And it says, hello, Chris, Madison, and Steve. Hey. That's me. First hey. and foremost, I just want to say that I'm a massive fan of streaming things and I've enjoyed y'all's coverage of Yellow Jackets immensely. You guys mm-hmm. turned me on to the show and I haven't been able to think about any other media since I started watching. You're welcome, Showtime. I may have caught something freaking awesome from earlier in the season that came into play this episode. 
Obviously, we learn in the episode that the team is going to use the cards they originally used for chores to pick who becomes the next sacrifice to feed the group. As seen in the episode, Nat is chosen, but Javi tragically dies in her place while attempting to get her to safety. Van ominously, ominously notes that the wilderness chose after Javi's death, and I think she really may be onto something. <laughs> that Van, she's clever. Last season, or at least I think it was last season, there was once there was a scene between Nat and Travis where Travis is messing around with the deck of cards that they found in the cabin the ones presumably for chores and now sacrifices. While speaking with him, Nat mentions that the deck is useless for games because there are no queens in it. When I was watching season two, episode eight, I couldn't help but think of that moment, and it got me wondering where that queen of hearts came from, so I did a little digging. I found a Reddit post, gotta be true, from April that mentioned that in the episode, right after the one where Javi returns at the end, you can hear Akila ask in the background, hey, Javi, where'd you find that queen card? Oh, so she verified, actually. I'm so sorry. So I went back and listened, and I absolutely believe that's what she asks him. Time stamp. The time stamp is season two, episode five at 1252 if you want to take a listen. Mm. I've also included the link to the Reddit post where the person caught her saying that here in case you wanted to read it. If this was the case, then that would mean that Javi was the first person in the camp to draw the Queen of Hearts, making him the chosen sacrifice of the wilderness before the girls even resorted to using that deck uh, for deciding who was going to die. So Nat's next? Uh, nope. Oh. That just like didn't count because she was already, oh. somebody else had already been picked. Mm. So this would really play into the idea that the wilderness is choosing and making moves all on its own. Therefore, it is not just woods. Anyways, I just thought it that ain't this just was woods. I like that a lot, actually. Just, wow, we went through a lot this episode. First, it was just woods. Now, now it is not mm. just woods. But I thought it was really neat. Like she says, Annie says, incredible writing. It's attention to detail. Thank you for the show and the community you all have helped to cultivate. Uh, I love nothing more than talking with the stream fiends on Fridays after watch the episode. Thanks, Annie. That's a great tidbit. And you did the homework for me. Yeah. Uh, so because I, I was like, oh, man, if it's just a Reddit post, I'm not sure. Then you're like, no, I listened. I think they say that. Heck yeah. Yeah. I so, like that a lot. Actually. Super cool. Yeah. So I love that idea, too, that Javi. Um, had drawn the card before they played the card game. And so it kind of still tracks that the queen of hearts right. is important. Right. Um, and almost like the wilderness knew that they would come to this Russian roulette assumption of how they would. The wilderness knows. I guess so. Knows all. But I wonder if that will be, if that knows. theory comes to fruition, I wonder if that will be an acknowledgement or will it just be a remains like attention to detail? You really have yeah, to pay it's attention. Kinda, it's kind of interesting that I guess once they're not hungry, they'll use a clear head, but it's, it kind of, if I was the second person chosen, like say next week, they do the card game again, they're hungry again, and it's me that gets chosen. I'd be like, I think it's Natalie. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'd be fucking pissed. You know what I mean? Like, right. no. Doesn't, it only, oh, it only counts when Shut I draw up, the card. Mari. It only counts when I draw the card. <laughs> Why am I the Mari? Yeah. Because um, no, that's a very that's Mari That's definitely thing a Mari thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so now it's time for choice cuts, our top three favorite moments of the episode. Madison, what's your number three? My number three is finding out Nugget was dead. Just because it was a very like, oh, Nugget's dead? Oh, not no. Nugget. Um, yeah, it was just, I wasn't, that was not something I was anticipating at all. Um, so yeah, Nugget being dead. That was my number three. Shock Nugget. Shock Nugget. <laughs> Steve, your number three? My number three is when Van throws the car keys. Just because that's a baller move. Mm. Uh, it reminds me of a local grip that I've worked with um, in the industry who 
has a story about how he was having a discussion, like someone cut them off, and it was one of those situations where they pulled over to the side of the road and they're arguing with one another, and the guy grabbed the other dude's keys and threw him off a bridge. Dang. <laughs> so, like, baller move to grab someone's keys and throw them somewhere. Yeah. Don't do it. You'll get arrested for it. Or beat up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to tell me who that is. Do I know this person? I don't know. Are they do. from Cincy? Uh, yeah, I think so. You okay. might get Lottie doing that. You'll have to tell me who, who I will. it was. Okay. I will. I'll fair. I'll fair. I'll fair. Yeah. Uh, my number three is the necklace knife mm. reveal. Um, I, you know how much I love the goddamn necklace and how much I've been agonizing over you who's going to. love gonna... fashion and jewelry. I do in general, yeah. yes. Yeah. Now, the first season, that was like so cool to me. Like every time that mm-hmm. the, somebody would switch, the, the wearer of the necklace would switch, I just thought it was such a brilliant writing ploy to be like, ooh. Yeah. And even though they've kind of dropped the pit girl mystery, um, like they haven't solved it, but they're also not playing into it much anymore. And almost no one cares because they just think it's Mari. But yeah. I still like I, I got a sense of satisfaction from that moment of being like, that's why that person's wearing the necklace. Um, but also the whole scene with the knife. I thought Sophie Thatcher played that brilliantly. And like, it's so Natalie to be like, I'll do it. I gave you my word, but you're going to fucking look me in the eye, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I totally bought her performance of just tough, but terrified. And mm-hmm. I saw it all. And I thought it was great. Powerful scene to me. That's my number three. Madison, you're number two. My number two was Jeff telling Callie about the uh, wilderness baby. Um, I thought it was very, very heartfelt. Um, The baby. The baby. um, Yeah, it was just for all the reasons we talked about um, that scene uh, before. I just I really liked this emotional connection between Jeff and Callie because I feel like there really hasn't been any of that between the two of them. Yeah. Um, a lot of it, it usually involves Shauna. And so it was cool to see these two characters have a moment and also see Callie kind of have a clearer vision into her mom's like life and thought process. Um, yeah, that's my number two. Awesome. Steve, you're number two. Uh, that is also my number two. Uh, I thought it's a great scene. Um, both those actors are doing a really good job with the material that they're working with. Uh, and it's, I don't know, it was the most believable character like interaction this episode for me at least mm-hmm. where, where these two characters kind of opening up to each other and the the Jeff and Callie father-daughter relationship is one that is mostly unexplored I feel it's a little neglected yeah in my opinion agree so it was good to kind of see that in play because in previous seasons Jeff's kind of been painted as this dopey dad that doesn't really know what his daughter's up to mm-hmm. so it's nice to see him like bring his daughter in even be a dad. more. He'd be a dad, yeah. 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 Which he almost fumbled the bag at the beginning. <laughs> when, she, when she was like, am I like mom? He's like, yeah. You're good you're, at stuff. You're good at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what that stuff is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number two is the, the sharing shack, specifically the first instance, but I'm going to kind of cheat and just the whole shtick of them unloading all of the dirty laundry, Mm -hmm. um, especially with Misty chiming in with her absolute bombs, you know, like everyone else is kind of normal shit. Like I told too much to the police and it was my, it was my husband. It was, it's not normal, but it was still like on the, in the realm of normal for what they do day to day. And then Misty just like, yeah, she was in my basement for a week. I had to kill her. (laughs) Come on. I have Van's address. I've had it for years. I love it. Come on. It was so joyful for me. Yeah. Um, what is your number one moment, Madison? My number one moment is uh, a compilation of 
the pulling of the Queen of Hearts, uh, Shauna going to slit Nat's throat, and then the feral chase. I just loved the whole end sequence of that. Um, it gave me the same energy as um, when they were eating Jackie. Um, and I just, I liked the the intensity. Um, it was just, it was just a good scene. scene. I liked uh, Sophie Thatcher's performance throughout all of it. I thought she did a really, really good job. Um, and yeah, it was just, I felt like we were building up to that scene and it was really good. Yeah. Steve, your favorite moment of episode eight. My favorite moment of episode eight, I think is basically your number two and that's the, the sharing shack, but more specifically, it's just Misty casually admitting to murdering Jessica. I think that's, I thought that was so funny and so with her character and uh, yeah, Misty continues to be the best part about the show. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, With that being said though, my number one is actually uh, Jeff telling Callie about the baby. Oh, wow. Um, I thought, and again, I'm the, I'm the guy that gets too personal, but it reminded me of, I think there's a moment we all probably have, like there's the universal in the specific, right? Where at a certain point as you're growing up, usually in your late teens, like right around where Callie is, you find out how human your parents are. Yeah. And you kind of find out the source of a lot of their quirks and flaws and the fact that uh, there's a little more empathy established. You know, it's also scary because you find out your human, your parents are human is a bad thing, too. It's like, oh, no, they never know what the fuck they're doing either. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, I thought I was some point I was going to figure shit out. Yeah. Uh, no, we're all dumb. Damn it. But there was shit. a point in my late teens because my parents sheltered me from everything where I found out like that my dad had been in a car accident and killed his sister at 19 and like had been tried to join the army and then ended up going to prison for fighting his superior officer and like none of the stuff that I knew. And so it also meant that all of my uh protected cushy childhood was kind of fake because it was just like my parents they were like we're not even married uh, mm-hmm. and I found like this whole kind of sordid backstory um but at the same time I understood why my dad like was kind of a dick and why he had such a bad temper and why he was quiet and sad all the time and like he was just trying to like create this fake bubble for me to be like a, a suburban middle class person even though none of my family had ever done that. And he was like, hey, bad news. The world's kind of crazy. And I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of rambling. But the point was, in that moment, I saw Callie's realization that her mom is so weird and damaged and has been so protective and whatever her whole life. And, but in that moment, you could see her like, oh, my God, she went through that. She had a fucking baby in the woods and then right. it didn't make it. And I had a brother and um, just realizing all of these traumatic things at once. Yeah. She's like, holy shit, the world's really complicated. And I, I remember that moment for me, and I just thought it was a tiny moment in the show, but pretty powerful for that reason. So that's why it's my number one. Uh, but let's bring this to to honeycombs. Do you guys have any honeycombs or any little, little things you want to pull out? A couple. Um, Melissa, the blonde-haired mm-hmm. young woman backwards with hat. a backwards hat, she had a sassy magazine, which was very prominent in the Ooh. 90s. I, I'm not familiar, but... I don't know if you guys are. No, I never read Sassy personally. Mm-hmm. Steve, I read Game Informer. Oh, I love Game Informer. <laughs> really? Yeah, All right. I had Game Informer. Yeah. Did Sassy also give out game demos on DVD or like the little discs? <laughs> if that they, they did, I would have read that. more copies. <laughs> right. That's what Sassy was missing. Uh, Steve, do you got anything? I just have the music. 
Um, I didn't find a lot of. I only noticed one song. It was uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Bullet with Butterfly Wings, I think is that song. Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Music of the Night, Phantom of the Opera. Pretty sure it's the OG cast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. There is one Honeycomb, and we mentioned it already, but uh, Heaven's Gate, Misty mm-hmm. Mentions. Yes, classic. There's cool. a Barbara Streisand song, Not While I'm Around plays. Oh, wow. I didn't know that one. Yeah. Um, there's also Poor Sucker by Lowe that's yeah. played as. Uh, Javi is dying. A little on the, the nose. Lake. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Aww. sucker. Yeah. Drowning in the lake. But His w- name is Javi. <laughs> He's got fingerless gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Weird lyrics. I did. I did really enjoy. Similarly to previous episode, uh, lightning crashes by Live. Then, uh, is it Live? Live. It's Live. Live. Okay. <laughs> I get it. You don't say it out loud a lot. You know. Um, but Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Bullet with Butterfly Wings was the Smashing Pumpkin song, and I feel like it's one of their more popular songs. For yeah. sure. Um, this, but the, it was the, the, the Smashing third, Pumpkin like, song in particular was one of the first because this this series has like been great with their needle drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this was the first time I was I felt that you know this particular song banger song didn't fit with the what was going on. It, there was, it, there was like a disconnect. It was the first it, time it was, I remember. It was referencing that. nugget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Despite all my rage, I am still just a nugget. In just a, cage. a dead rat in a pocket. <laughs> just a dead rat in a pocket. Well, I was going to say the opposite. I kind of liked it. They should have played it and just had like a super cut of Akila trying to eat nugget. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get into that bone. Uh, that, is it time for our buzz, buzz, buzz worthy performance? Buzz, 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 buzz. All right. Buzz, buzz, buzz worthy performance. Madison, who are you nominating for the streamy this week? My nomination goes to Sophie Thatcher. Um, I think she she owned the last 25 minutes of this movie um, with the pulling of the Queen of Hearts, just the the intensity of, you know, almost getting her throat slipped uh, whoa. <laughs> Throat. Mm. <laughs> Slipped. Slipped. Whoops. Whoops. Killed you. Oh, gosh. I promise I can talk normal Slip outside of the, of the I've been doing it all night. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, the whole chasing through the woods, um, the reaction to Javi drowning. Um, it was just she had a lot of intense uh, scenes to get in touch with and emulate. So I want to give her the buzz, buzz, buzz performance. Absolutely. Steve. Uh, my nomination, I think, is a little bit of an oddball choice, but I'm going to stand by it, and that's uh, Warren Cole, who plays Jeff. That's a great choice. Yeah. Uh, I thought th- not only the scene, like, I thought he was just really, really great in in a lot of different scenes. There's the whole bit with him and the police. He's playing this character like, I know my wife's guilty, but I got to pretend to not know anything. Also, I'm slowly becoming fearful of my wife in the middle of this conversation. I thought that was a very complex performance that he pulled off really well. Seeing him genuinely scared and like screaming, and it's not a very flattering scream that he has in the, in the dream sequence. I thought that was, you know, dope that he was able to, he was willing to do that because a lot of guys could be like, I'm not going to look silly. Mm -hmm. And he went for it. Like Vin Diesel, like Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel would have handled (laughs) that scene. He would just been like, of course I love you family. He would have said, I am Groot. I also have knife hands, babe. <laughs> ching, ching. Uh, and then, of course, the scene with him and Callie, I thought, you know, uh, mm-hmm. both of them were great in that scene. But I was just kind of very impressed with his range that he was able to show in this episode. Yeah, I agree. Um, I chose Sophie Thatcher as well for all the reasons that Madison said. But I'm so glad you nominated uh, Mr. Warren. He was Mr. Uh, he was 
my number two. Mm-hmm. I almost had him. Sophie was my number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It We're, was until the buzz, last. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Yeah. <laughs> buzz, buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. We're still. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So tune in next week where we'll be discussing the finale of season two of Yellow Jackets. We've got and, something uh, special cooked up for that. Yeah. yeah. We do. We have something very special. Um, so you can follow us on the YouTube channel as well to see some How of those How are presents. we going to top three Misties? You find out next week. Find, find out next out. week. There, there's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. There is. Mm-hmm. And then look forward to our coverage of every single movie in the Mission Impossible franchise. We'll be covering season one of Lost. We'll do season two if season one does really well, but we won't commit to it. We'll have to see how that goes. Uh, Steve uh, is going to be covering Strange New Worlds every Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. With... Uh best friend phil he will be joining me for that a lot of a lot of you like listening to phil on the show yeah uh, a lot of the patron members have heard from phil during our after hours i recorded with him but a lot of the people who who don't have access to that you're going to be pleasantly surprised uh by my boy phil being on the show you've already seen his work if you've seen any of our photos mm-hmm. he's an accomplished photographer phil's awesome and we'll also be doing uh crossing streams Longtime listeners will remember what crossing streams is where we just talk about a handful of things we've been watching in general We'll try to do that every week as well. So we're going to be doing a lot more episodes per week uh, is our goal. But look look forward to uh, Lost, Mission Impossible, and Strange New Worlds for sure. But we'll still keep doing the, the Patreon movies and the polls. Uh, so there's a lot of content coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. We need you guys. We need the support. We love you so much. You That's like, the plan. Yeah. Do you like the idea of streaming things five days a week? Hop in. You're Hop about, in. You're about to get ready. Heck yeah. yeah. Hobby on in there. Hop on in. <laughs> Fall in the hole. Hop in. A streaming thing. Hobble in like the coach. Be our white moose. Yes. 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 <laughs> but that's all the time we have for this week, for right now. My name is Chris. My name's Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. Happy streaming. It's gonna be May, and in this month of May, we want to give a special shout-out to the patrons that are brand new to the Stream Fiends family. Uh, this first person isn't brand new, but they have upgraded their tier to the highest possible tier, and that is the case to patron saint of streaming things, and that is none other than Will Nash. Thank you, Will, for your patronage. Uh, in the Try Before You Deny producers tier, we want to welcome Alan Tomlinson. Hello, Alan. Thanks for joining. In the Marty B VIP producers tier, we want to thank Christian Louise, Kate Russell, Gabriella Balin, and Rachel B. Thank you all so much for being in the Nina with Dr. Marty B. In the Chocolate Pudding producer section, we want to welcome Alyssa Haley, Karis Brister, Echo Echo Romeo Oscar, Jason Richards, Harry and Charmaine, Chelsea Agunde, Nomad Props, David Gauthier, Gauthier, probably mispronouncing all of these, Christian Pancal, Kelly Camp, Nathan Fisher, Izzy Drawing Wolf, and Mary Phillips. Thank you all for joining the Chocolate Pudding Tier. Hope you enjoy this bonus episode. And in the Friends Don't Lie producer section, we want to thank Serena Singh, K.L. Morton, Tony T. Is that Tony time? We'll never know. Oren Ronan and Mike Oxlong. Thank you all so much for keeping the lights on over here at Streaming Things. We love you so much dearly, and we appreciate your patronage so much in this month of May.